Hi there. Uh, welcome to my podcast. <laughs> this was a bit weird saying that out loud, but um, I've wanted to do this for a while now and just never really got around doing it. I think I just never had the courage to actually sit down by myself and hit record and share my thoughts with people out there in the world. But we're here. Uh, so <laughs> I guess just start with my name. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm Maria. I'm 22, about to be 23. Um, currently in grad school, doing my master's. Um, hopefully, I'll be graduating in January. Uh, you know, fingers crossed with everything that is happening in the world right now. We never really know, but, you know, that's the plan. Um, I am from Bulgaria, but I do split my time between Sofia and London because that's where I go to school. Um, I've lived there for about like four years now, first for my bachelor and now for my master's degree. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I like to consider myself a pretty creative person because I know I suck at like practical things like maths and statistics and chemistry and biology and all that. So that's, you know, the creative things is all I have <laughs> left. Um, you know, I want to, you know, be in the entertainment industry, maybe like marketing, uh, design, film production, television, writing, all of that good stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I always find myself after conversations that I have with my friends uh, or just like my thoughts in general that I feel like I could start a podcast and um, share them with people who hopefully can relate. Um, and just start a conversation. Uh, I feel like that's what every millennial who has like a conversation, like a deep conversation with their friends thinks afterwards, like, oh my God, we should totally start a podcast. And yeah, that that is me. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I decided to name the podcast You Good. Um, it, it took me a while to, you know, come up with the name and decide on it. Because uh, I'm very indecisive when it comes to things like this. Uh, I asked like a bunch of my friends what they thought. Um, but, you know, I ended up with You Good. Uh, because um, in the years that I've lived in the UK, I've become aware of the custom of when you meet someone like in passing uh, on the elevator, on the street, and they're like your acquaintance or your friend. You say, hey, how are you? Uh, and it's not like, and that's my biggest pet peeve. I hate it because it's sort of like a polite, like a, it's a very surface level kind of fake politeness that, I mean, you obviously when you meet someone in the elevator, you don't expect, like you expect the person across from you to say, yeah, I'm good. You don't really expect them to be like, yeah, I fucking hate my life. Because then you're going to have to continue the conversation and you don't really have time because you're going somewhere. So it's a very like surface level kind of fake politeness type of thing that I just am really not a fan of. So I thought I'd use it because I want this to be like the opposite of that. I really want to kind of go into going deeper with like the things that are happening, like um, issues that we're dealing with, whether it's like in life, like your relationships, friendships, like jobs, um, whatever. And it's kind of like the opposite of the 
answer that you would give yeah i'm i'm great how are you and then the, the other person would be like yeah i'm great thanks um thank you see you around bye uh <laughs> kind of thing um but yeah uh this is the first episode and like as an introduction you know i thought i would talk a little bit about like the current topic of discussion everywhere around the world you know the virus covid-19 um and how we are like coping with it um as well as something that's really has changed my perspective in the last week and has made me think about the way that um we approach life um so yeah so quarantine i feel like our life really has changed in the past 3 months uh i think we all I came to the conclusion that we I feel like everyone has their own stages of lockdown from you know the the people that I've spoken with and the podcasts that I listen to and I know I did uh I mean in the beginning of March I came back home for a week because I had a week off from school and I decided to you know come see my family how they're doing uh and then I went back to London and literally the next week i had to buy a ticket which was i don't it's so expensive i i wanted to i i literally cried um but i had to come home because you know everything was escalating and i kind of had the feeling that the uk was going to be probably what like it was going to be worse than italy at that point i had to buy a ticket and i came home i only brought a carry-on suitcase <laughs> thinking that i was going to be home for like 3 maybe 4 weeks tops uh 3 months later i have no clothes to wear cuz i came back in march and now it's the middle of may and it's 30 degrees outside um but yeah i think in the first couple of in the first week i was very it didn't really feel real to me and i was very i became very obsessed with the news what was happening i couldn't really think about anything else and i had assignments that i needed to start for university but all i could focus on was what was actually going on in with the whole situation there's this website that kept keeps track of like all of the people that are infected and all of the deaths in every single country i would check that like literally i would refresh it every hour i would watch all of the news like cnn bbc the national like news channels um read all of the websites just became very obsessed with it i couldn't think about anything else and it really consumed me in a very negative way but then you know the second i feel like stage was when the deadline started approaching and i was like okay okay you have to stop this so i really for i think about a month really shut out the entire world i feel like it, that month just went by so quickly because i spent every single day in my living room on on the table like writing my assignments. Um so I I wouldn't check the news that often, maybe like once a day on YouTube or something. Um I I was really focused on getting everything done 
And when I when I submitted most of my assignments, I kind of I had time to think about what was actually going on around me. And because I hadn't thought about it for such a long time, it overwhelmed me. And I had my first like real breakdown in like a couple months. I I was watching I was watching Boris Johnson's speech and all of the problems like you know that feeling when you leave something for another time but it's always on the back of your mind that you have to do it that was that that's the way I was feeling because I I left all of my things back in London and I need to move out of the place that I'm living in in the beginning of July and I was hearing how like Boris Johnson wanted, you know, the UK was going to put a 14 day quarantine, which meant that I, when I go there, I would have to stay in my room for 14 days. I didn't know how I was going to buy food. Like I was going to be all by myself. I didn't know if I should stay in London once I go there or if I should come back and look for a job there from here. It all just became like too much. The last sort of phase that I'm in right now is kind of accepting uh, your situation and dealing with the problems that you have rationally because at the end of the day when you like when you're upset about something if you 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 need to like think about it from a rational standpoint and not get very emotional and think about what you can do to fix it yeah so I think I am going day by day right now. Um, I mean, I still have to write my dissertation, which is something that I'm putting off and I shouldn't be. Uh, But yeah, we'll see. Um, Yeah, I guess just like accept that we're all in this situation. I mean, I was talking with my mom about this and she's like, you're not the only one who's feeling like this. Um, You know, there are places that are so much like they're so bad when it comes to the virus like America right now and the UK and I in a way I am very lucky because I in Bulgaria there aren't that many cases and everything is kind of getting back to normal right now but also you know obviously that it wasn't my plan to be here for that long before the summer Um, but I guess like everyone's plans just you know, disappeared. And I really wanted to travel this year as well. But um, yeah, we don't always get what we want, do we? I really want people to like learn from this and realize that we can't get away with living the life that we've been living so far. And it really upsets me that I don't think, I mean, I want to be, my mother says I'm always, I'm like a very negative person, a pessimist. But I like to call myself a like to a realist, you know, look at the what's actually happening. And, you know, I, I really wanted people to kind of change the way they're 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 treating each other and our planet. That's a topic for another time. But from what I'm seeing, like so far, especially here, it's it's just the way it was before. And I don't anyway. Yeah, I mean, I hope that we we'll, we have learned our lesson. You know, I, I used to think that, I mean, I still kind of do. It's Maybe it's a little bit of a controversial opinion, but I feel like this whole situation was 
the planet's way of saying that, you know, it can fight back. It, it, it can kill you, basically, you know, just like we're killing, killing her. Um, but yeah. Speaking of 2020, uh, this week, um, I've been thinking a lot about something which I thought I'd share with you. Um, I feel like if we had to describe this year so far, one of the words I would use is, you know, as sad as it's going to sound uh, and morbid, is death. Um, and I know death, talking about death makes makes people feel uncomfortable and it's sad and tragic. But I think it also helps us grow as individuals and it gives us a different perspective on life and what's actually important. And especially now, like so many people have lost their lives, like to fires and the fires in Australia and floodings and storms and the virus. Um, and also like the very sudden deaths that no one really expects. Um, I've been very fortunate in my life that I I haven't had to deal with that situation. I mean, obviously, you know, when my my grand, grand grandparents have passed away but those are like deaths that you sort of anticipate and can prepare for to a certain extent you know i've never had like a phone call where you know the that person was just here and now they're gone and you're left to like pick up the pieces um but yeah i mean in the beginning of the year someone i knew um did pass um, away uh, very suddenly in a car uh, incident accident and that was really like the first time I that I knew someone my age like my peer who lost their life very very suddenly and I really didn't know how to like deal with those emotions and seeing my friends you know deal with it was very um, it was very tough, but no one really, like, in my very close circle, like, none of my best friends, like, I'm, you know, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, um, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because this past week, a YouTuber I used to watch, um, uh, you know, uh, Corey LaBerry, um, died in a car crash on his 25th birthday, um, you know, I should preface this and say, like, I was, I was one of those kids, like, who used to watch YouTube religiously growing up. You know, I, I learned how to do my makeup from t YouTube tutorials when I was 11. And then I went on and follow, was following YouTubers and vloggers and all that. Um, I mean, I wasn't, like, his biggest, like, I wasn't, like, a ride or die fan. I didn't even follow him on social media or anything. But I would watch his videos from time to time, and that's why, like, I was super shocked when, um, I think it was last week on Sunday, I woke up and I opened Instagram and I saw all of these posts and stories about him, uh, how he, you know, unfortunately, um, died on his birthday in a car crash, like, meters away from his house, um. And as I was reading and watching all these tributes, I started crying. And, you know, that was very, you know, my reaction, my reaction shocked me because 
I didn't know why this affected me so much when I didn't even know this person. But I think, you know, when I think about it, there are four things that I really took away from this whole situation. Um, I mean, first of all, don't drink and drive. I think this is probably the most cliche thing out there, but we still somehow don't get it. And there's still so many people dying from car accidents involving drugs and alcohol, you know. I think one of the reasons why this felt really close to home is not only because he is close to my age, but also because I know that I myself have been in situations where, um, not many, but it has happened, where I've had maybe a few, like, drinks, like, cocktails, like, glasses of wine, whatever, um, and I've gone behind the wheel uh, and have driven, you know, which, you know, coming from me, from someone like me, who's always so cautious and careful, just comes to show that we really do think that we are invincible and that nothing can happen to us when that's just not true, you know. Um, so don't get behind the wheel of the, or in the car with someone who has been drinking uh, because you can be the passenger of the car and if your friend is drunk just like what happened with him um you know the driver can get away you know and still be alive and you can you can be the one that can you know end up dead um and also if you see your friends getting in a living in a car like just don't let them you know considering the fact that we live in a time where you know uber lyft all these other services like taxis exist we really don't have any excuses um when it comes to this um yeah the second thing i i I, you know the power of social media and kind of how it creates these connections between people it was very interesting to to me to understand how this person's death who i've never met was able to make such an impact on me you know because i've seen traditional celebrities like singers and actors die and yeah i've been sad about it but I think because there is that wall between them and their fans where, yeah, I mean, I I feel bad that they're dead. You know, I'll miss them. I'll miss seeing their uh, movies or listening to their to their new like stuff. But you didn't really know them on a personal level for their death to hit like so strong, like for it to have like such a powerful um effect on you i mean obviously if you were obsessed with them or anything like that i mean i don't know but whereas with like social media and youtubers um they share their whole life you know their friends their houses their daily life their they interact with you on social media and through that create that like that creates an incredibly strong bond with with their subscribers and essentially the feeling of a friendship so when that person dies you feel like you've lost a friend um and i think it's just like comes to show like his um memorial fund that was set up raised over two hundred thousand dollars in a day which is just insane and it's it's amazing to see how someone who's not even who he doesn't he, he was not like Eliza Koshy or a David Dobrik. He was, you know, 
he was a relatively small YouTuber, but he still had like such an impact on on the community and on his on the people who supported him. Um, yeah, and I think like the most important thing that I took away from this whole situation is that it really reminded me that you never really know when you're gonna die. Um, and obviously, like, well, duh, obviously, but like, uh, you can, you know, you can be having like the best time, you know, and then 10 minutes later be gone, you know, you can be waiting at a red light completely sober in your car and someone hits you from behind and seconds later you're dead, you know, something that he said, I think will forever stick with me. Uh, is that it's better to be an all well than not what if type of person you know it's better to try and fail than regret not trying at all and I think that can be applied to every area in your life whether that be dating and approaching people um, you know and I was talking with my friend yesterday she was um, telling me about like this boy she was texting and I was, you know, I told her, yeah, just like, just, just text him, like, just, you know, make the first move. And she's like, no, that's, that's not how this works. You know, you can't, you can't approach people because they're going to come off like you're too available and they're not going to like you back. And I mean, that is like the sad reality of the dating kind of, um, the dating scene right now <laughs> in the age that we live in but it's very like I refuse to kind of give into that you know if I like you I will like I prefer to like tell like shoot my shot you know come up to you and tell you that I like you and get shot down than um to you know wonder years from from now like oh what would have happened you know um and I think the same thing can be applied to, you know, your life and what you want to do. Um, you can take the that the corporate job that you, you know, it's okay, but, you know, you're going to end up wondering what if I had actually followed my heart and my dreams and given it a shot. Um, you know, it's just, um, you know, I think someone said, I don't remember who, but like, you miss all of the shots that you don't take and I think that's very um, relevant to this topic so yeah just never don't think don't take anything for granted especially your friends um, you know the the people that you have in your life are very important like your friends your family and it's really important to spend time building those relationships um, and making sure the people around you know how much you appreciate them you know one thing that um i found out like through reading all of these messages from his friends and videos and stuff is that you know how much he made them how like how he made them feel you know always included always there for them you know and that's how i want to be remembered by by my friends you know I always want to be the person that is there for you you know because I, I really appreciate it when like my friend uh, who died earlier this year you know he was um, we weren't like best friends but when I was going through my stuff he you know 
just saying hi and like I know you you don't really like to talk about those stuff but just so you know like I'm here if you ever need someone to talk to and I feel like that is that's all you need to do you know just like make people aware that you're there for them you know make people feel included you know and yeah just spend more time building relationships with those you love or people that you feel like you want to be you want them to be in your life um and in this like in this strange time that we're in right now (laughs) I found myself kind of drifting away from people um from my friends but I have um and getting mad at them because you know they (laughs) I'm one of those like obnoxious needy friends who always responds like literally seconds after you get the text and then my friends take like hours to respond back so I do get um annoyed from time to time but um I just make sure like you um spend time building those relationships because at the end of the day that's all you have left you know when you leave this earth you know what's going to be left is what people think of you like how you made them feel so yeah anyway I've been like rambling on about this for like such a long time uh (laughs) so I guess that's it for like this first episode um Every week, I think I want to talk a little bit about, like, the things that I've been loving, like, films and television shows, because, like, I'm such a nerd when it comes to that kind of stuff, as well as, like, maybe, like, the highlights and the low points of the week, um, and, like, events that are happening, maybe, like, major things in life in general, um, I've uh, always been a fan of podcasts where there's conversation happening, so I want to eventually, like, bring in some of my friends to discuss different topics, get their opinion on stuff, Um, and, yeah, so hopefully that will happen sometime in the future, because I feel like if it's just me, it's going to get boring, Um, but yeah, I guess this is it for the first episode, Um, I hope you enjoyed it a little bit. If you have stuck around until now, thank you very much for listening. Um, And I hope to see you next time. Bye.